0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at nine on CNN. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael
3: Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VCN.
4: Okay, it is the Lombardi line, and it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. It's BetMGM Sports. It has all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that state-issued ID. You're ready to go. you got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we got you back. Michael Lombardi's there in Atlantic City at the Borgata, back on his throne. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. And we're going to head to Circa there in downtown Las Vegas and bring in a guy that genuinely is a sharp. Let's, l- let's, let's talk about about what, what, what's real here? I'm a degenerate that likes to gamble, that talks sports, that has smart friends, and I and I, I bet a lot of soccer and horse racing myself. Matt Humans is a legit sharp, and guess what? He's got a new show, and I'm biased, but we've got a new lineup here at VSIN, and Saturday bet prep and Sunday bet prep with Humans airs of course 12 to 3 eastern time but it airs before the lombardi line well before we say how to matt would you michael lombardi like to say what we were talking about before the show and talking about how great his show was
3: yeah, I mean look, I've worked at Visa now for almost five years and Matty Humans is a guy that every time he speaks I listen because he has got great insight from a betting standpoint, from a you know, a situational standpoint, which we mentioned in the pro betting tip. And this contest that he has going with the circa, thankfully to Derek Stevens, is remarkable and he's got a bunch of sharps coming in, giving out their top five plays. You could get it when you watch the show. I, I think it's fabulous and and to me it's it's no holds barred. They're going to give you all the information you need. You make up your own mind if you want to go with them or not, but at least you're getting a perspective that you need. I need it because I always see games from a football standpoint, but there's also the betting standpoint, and I think Matt does
2: a great job with that.
4: Circa Circa Friday Football Invitational in concert with Saturday Bet Prep.
2: Make sure you check it out. Have we sufficiently kissed your butt, Mr. Humans? Yeah, you don't have yeah. to do that, and uh, you know what? I know how difficult it is to get an endorsement from Michael Lombardi, so I'll take it anytime <laughs> you can get it. It's, it's not an easy thing I to get. There. Huh? I, I,
3: I mean every word of it, Matt. I respect. <laughs> I mean, one thing you do is you know you follow people. at JVT when he speaks about basketball, and you know when you listen to all you listen to it, you form your opinions not because you agree with them. I, I always like somebody who takes a different approach. You know, forces me to ask why, and I think that's certainly something that I've often and learn from you in this betting world.
4: The word sharp is used too much. There's probably 50 sharps on the planet. Humans is one of them. We won't embarrass them anymore. Uh, let's quickly start talk about Circa Invitational, which kicked off with a bet prep last night. What do you got?
2: You know, I love this show. This is a kind of a recreation of the old Stardust Invitational, which when I got to town was a big thing in the betting community on Friday nights at the little Stardust Sports Book on the strip it was a little smoky book. It was always crowded. <laughs> Uh, it was a local radio show on 720 AM, Patrick, as uh, you might remember. That was the strongest AM station on the West Coast. That's right. And um, there were two handicappers who would go head-to-head. Their names would be up on the marquee, on the strip, outside the sports book. It was a big event. And uh, people loved it. 16 handicappers in a bracket. I wanted to try to recreate that this fall here on VSYN with a little different format. And I think it's a better format. We've got 16 cappers. They're going to bring their five best plays for the first nine weeks of the season, and then we start to cut the field down. The last place guy gets cut each week for eight straight weeks until we get down to the final eight handicappers for the final uh, two weeks, actually be the final three weeks of the season, starting with NFL Week 16. But these guys are going to bring their five top plays, NFL and college, sides and totals from the Circus Sportsbook lines here on Fridays. We have a great field of 16, and that Friday night show is going to be really popular, and I love to do it. I, I feel like I just left this studio a few hours ago. Well, you did. Yeah, I did. You literally yeah. did but just you leave sleep, the studio though, but a he, few hours. But
3: on. my man doesn't sleep. I mean, he doesn't sleep, so it's a good thing. You know, Matt, let me ask you this. So if, if, if an over total is one of their plays, that counts as one of the five or an under. Mm-hmm. Is that how that, So it's just not all side betting,
2: right? Right, sides and totals. And uh, a lot of these guys, a lot of these sharp guys love to play totals. I'm not a big totals player myself. And uh, Patrick, you and I had to really sweat out that Oregon-Georgia total. Went right down to the wire, the under last week. Uh, Yes, sir. That was no fun, but we got there. And by the way, Michael uh, Michael Lombardi. how does Patrick Maher do it? He rolls out of bed, and he looks like a model in the morning. It's not that easy for us. I know, I know Matt. Up. I know it's not easy shut for up. us at all. I know. <laughs> <you> know? <laughs>
4: okay, both of you take it easy. One thing I did want to say before we move on to the games with uh, Matt Eumanns here, taking a deep dive. Matt Eumanns, as you know, it's called a deep dive these days at VEASAN. Uh Quickly, we should give a shout-out to Derek Stevens, who Matt brought the idea, and Stevens immediately stepped up with the cash, of course, the yeah. proprietor yeah. of Circus Sports there. So Circus Sports for uh, – circa
2: millions and survivor but he also is the spearhead of this contest Matt yeah you're right about that and uh, Derek was on with me just to kick off last night's show and uh, you know I can't thank him enough because I brought the idea to him and I said Derek I need you to put up some money to make this happen I told him the idea and he said within a minute let's do it you know Der- Derek's that type it. of guy he's a he's a visionary he appreciates Vegas history he's an innovative type of guy very creative and uh, big thanks to Derek. And I know all the handicappers in this contest have told me too. Hey, say thanks to Derek Stevens for, you know, putting up the money to help put this on, uh, because there's not in this day and age when everything's so corporate, it's hard to get things done just like that. And you can get things done just like that with Derek Stevens.
3: Yeah. So Matt, uh, you... let's let's open up, let's open up the field, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Matt. What what. What is been – is there a consensus pick of the 16, or what is the one pick you like this weekend as we go into college?
2: Okay, I'll tell you what the most popular play in the NFL here is in a couple minutes. But um, if you're asking me about the field and uh, what the most popular play is in college football, there, there, were, there was one that jumped out. Uh, two guys played it as their best bet. Central Michigan minus 4.5 against South Alabama. And I think the other play that uh, probably was most popular last night was Virginia plus four against Illinois. Uh, so as far as the contestants in the Friday football invitational go here at Circa, those were the two most popular college plays. And uh, Michael, I don't know if you like it or not, but the Steelers plus six and a half by far the he most popular. It. Okay, by far the most popular play with the sharps last night. Yeah, he, he likes I, that I, play, I don't it. you, Michael?
3: I love it, Matt. I like that play. And I, and the only reason I like that play is Mike Tomlin. I think these divisional games are always close. Mm-hmm. And I think that opening weekend is hard. And, yes, I know Cincinnati's been undervalued. And I think they're a better team this year than last year. But I think Tomlin's toughness, the way he coaches, I think, it, I think look, Cincinnati can win. But I think six and a half's a lot. And so I do love that play. I, I really do. I liked, I like that. And I like the fact that Tomlin has this ability to kind of rally his forces, and I think he'll create turnovers. That's what Cincinnati didn't do last year. They didn't mm-hmm. turn the ball over down the stretch. I think they'll create some turnovers.
2: Yeah, I like the Steelers play as well. It's, it's probably going to be in my top five. You guys can see the hat here. I just got signed up for the Circuit Millions contest. Uh, the <laughs> how is
3: that doing, Matt? <laughs> Matt, how many entries do they have at this point? You got till 2 o'clock Vegas time today, right? That's, That's right.
2: right. And the uh, Circus Survivor is going to get to that $6 million guarantee. It was very close when I left the studio last night, so it's going to get there. The millions is going to come up short. Uh, the guarantee is $6 million. I think they're going to fall a little bit short of $5 million. Uh, It was like 4.5 uh, 4. when I left last night, so it's probably going to end up around four point seven, four point eight 4.8 uh, today, but. Uh, again, we have, we have to tip the cap to Derek Stevens yeah. for putting up the money, the guaranteed money in the biggest football contest in the country. If you're going to follow the contest,
4: uh, their lead with that Central Michigan number, they laid four and a half. Right now, you're going to lay six, so you're not mm-hmm. going to get the best of the number. Let's go Alabama-Texas, and we'll come back and do some NFL with Matt Eumanns. Thrilled to have him here through the football season on the Lombardi line. So while you were sleeping for about a half hour, this number went 20 and a half through 21 yeah. at most shops. Alabama-Texas, I see a couple of 21s where you're sitting circa is 21, but we got 21 and a halfs
2: popping up. Are you surprised with Bama jumping through that twenty-one, uh, not too surprised. We talked about this on the show last night, and uh, you know, Paul Stone was in here, and he's a Texas graduate, but he he's not afraid to bet against Texas. You know, he's not a fan. <laughs> he's a professional better first, uh, much before he's a fan. But he brought up a good point. And um, Michael, I, th- I think you, I know you watched the Tide closely. And you're going to remember this last year. Alabama did not play especially well on the road, and uh, the Tide got upset at Texas A&M. Uh, actually. I'm going to say should have lost that game at Auburn. Got really fortunate to win the game at Auburn It went to overtime. Alabama won 24-22 as a 21-point favorite in that game. So maybe a little bit of a concern that the Tide show did not look that impressive on the road uh, last season. But... It's, it doesn't. It never surprises me when Alabama takes the action. I know this summer when one book opened this number under fourteen, I said you got to be crazy. You know <laughs> the money's going to show up on Bama. It's going to show up on Bama big time. And I thought that number would close somewhere around seventeen and a half. Uh, that was over the summer. Now we're up to twenty one, twenty one and a half. And uh, Bama is going to be a big play in the first half too. Betters love to play uh, the tide in the first half. So. It's hard to stem the tide in terms of uh, public money when you're talking about Alabama. Uh, I, it's going to be fascinating to me to see if uh, Texas can stay competitive in this game because it's uh, it's not the Texas program a lot of people remember. Michael, uh, Texas did not have a player picked in the NFL draft this year, which is ridiculous. It should never happen.
3: Well, I mean, the problem, Matt, is they talk about like we just talked about it. Five star. They got this five star. They got five five. Star. Somebody's grading the five stars, and they're wrong. And then they get these five-star kids in there, and they they, want to be spoiled and pampered, and then you can't coach them. I mean, Charlie Strong has been talking about this for five years. It's hard. It's a hard job. Everybody thinks it's an easy job because you're in Texas. It's a hard job, and it Mm -hmm. takes a tough guy i'm not a sark guy i'm really not i i think this is a hard matchup for this young quarterback against nick saban and all his blitzes and the way he's going to attack the sark offense mm-hmm. which he knows intimately i think it's a hard hard matchup there i i favor taking the point i think the line's gotten away from everybody once it's over 21 i favor that yeah but i i think this texas program ain't back that yeah. i'll say
2: no it's not back yet it's not and uh I, I'm with you here. I know we're about out of time, but I leaned to the uh, three touchdowns with Texas, but it would not be a big play for me. That's yep. a professional That's a
4: professional TV host. He's got the clock in mind when he's giving out handicapping advice. By the way, you lost the number in the first half on Bama. I got it 13 and a half yesterday. It's pretty much 14 across the board today. When we come back with Matt Eumanns, who's going to hang for two segments, and we appreciate that, Kentucky and Florida. Next, here at Lombardi Line, it's and the Esports betting network.
3: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. (laughs)
4: Okay, start your football season on the right foot by subscribing and becoming a VEASAN Pro. It's exciting, you get the pro tools, you get the pro picks at a glance, you get the pro tips, 20 a day. We just gave you one in the first hour as far as situational betting. Of course, you can check out Michael Lombardi's exclusive articles. You get the college football betting guides, which Matt Eumann's helped put together. The NFL betting guide, same there. It's all for 175 bucks. Now, remember, this gives you everything when you become a VEASAN Pro for $175 through the Super Bowl. It's an insane offer. It really is. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Go become a VEASAN Pro right now. Of course, it's Saturday bet prep, Sunday bet prep. A lot of changes here at VEASAN. VEASAN VEASAN.com for the new schedule and those shows hosted by Matt Eumanns. We're so excited about them because they coincide with the Circa Friday Football Invitational, which Matt Eumanns came up with as well, and he joins us on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Let's go to this one because I'm so, I'm glad you brought it up, and that is Arizona, Mississippi State. Starkville last week, revenge against Memphis. They traveled to Arizona.
2: This number opened, Matt, eight and a half. It's been bet up to 11 with Mississippi State laying it on the road. You know what's interesting here? Circa opened this number, I think, uh, right around eight, seven and a half, eight, maybe eight and a half, you might be right. There was another book uh, nationally that opened this number, 14. So we're kind of splitting the difference here at 10.5. I took 11. I took Arizona plus 11 early in the week. And this is a fascinating game to handicap. There's a lot of different angles to look at this from. And uh, Jed Fish is in his second year in Tucson. His first year was a disaster. Arizona uh, was bad. But this is a totally different team, completely different look. Fish did a great job hitting the transfer portal in recruiting. And uh, the key is you have to have a quarterback. If you don't have a QB in college football, you don't have a team. The whole team can fall apart. Last year, Arizona played three quarterbacks, and it was a three Stooges routine. Now you have Jaden DeLora, the transfer from Washington State. He had uh, he threw for 299 yards and four touchdowns last week against San Diego State. And uh, what impressed me most in that game was Arizona now has speed at the receiver position, big-time speed. Jacob Cowing, a transfer from UTEP, is a big play uh, type of receiver. And you can see that uh, San Diego State puts a, a sturdy defense on the field most times. And Arizona made the Aztecs look bad last mm-hmm. week. It was 38-20. to 20. It was 461 to 232 in total yards. There was nothing fluky about that. But here's what's interesting, too. And uh, you guys can uh, knock this around a little bit. So last week, Arizona has to, to defend A San Diego State team with a pitiful passing attack. This week, it's night and day; totally different. Mississippi State's going to come in here with Mike Leach, and Will Rogers, and they're going to throw the ball all over the field. We don't know if Arizona State or if Arizona can defend a passing attack quite like this. We we saw Arizona defend the Aztecs last week, but this is a much different challenge. But I'm going to gamble that uh, Arizona can get it done. Uh, I also am very impressed with the changes that have been made on Jed Fish's offense here. And the, the situational angle does not, really, uh, does not really look good for the Bulldogs. Patrick, you mentioned totally it. Totally agree. Uh, they might not be totally focused on this trip to Tucson because they have their SEC opener on deck next week, and that's a trip to LSU. Uh, so there's a lot of factors here that uh, I thought pointed to a play on Arizona.
3: You, you know, Matt, uh, I, I agree with everything. Cowling's going to be a high draft pick. He's a great slot receiver. They got this McMillan kid on the outside yeah. uh, that, that was really good last week, had a great touchdown catch, and it starts with the quarterback. And I think Jed's done a nice job of improving the talent base. There was no talent when he took over with Sumlin. Defensively, they have a legitimate corner. They have two legitimate corners that play. They're going to have to play a lot. They're going to have to reroute the receivers and play physical. That's where you get a little bit of worried about Arizona playing against Mississippi. Can they match? the physicality and even though arizona wants to play a tempo game and they want to play fast they've got to slow the game down a little bit and their quarterback was great last week there's no doubt and he's got to continue to make those plays Mm -hmm. moving around the pocket and they have two running backs both running backs ran the ball effectively last week and they're going to need to utilize that slow the game down because remember mike leach calls no run plays at all it's all passes (laughs) and checks to run right no it's really it's all (laughs) passes and check to run yep
4: Before, hey Matt. Before we uh, get some NFL, before you leave, but quickly, let's head to the farm with USC, Stanford. I see the shortest number, eight and a half. Uh, You're sitting there at circa. They're sitting
2: nine with USC laying it. Yeah, I took the points here. I took nine with Stanford early in the week, and this is a little bit of a gamble too. So I'm on a couple of uh, Pac-12 home dogs. This is the week of the home dog in the NFL, and I've got a couple home dogs here in the uh, Pac-12 and. You know, when I watched USC last week, I think it's, a lot, it's pretty easy for a lot of people to get blown away, and you believe the hype, and I do think USC's got a chance to be the number one scoring offense in college football, but there were a couple things I noticed when I watched the game last week that I thought were concerning that nobody really talked about. In the first half, Rice had 218 total yards, 133 of those on the ground, and Rice put together I think a 14 and a 15 play drive for 74 and 75 yards. Those were touchdown drives. All right, this is a Rice team that's picked to finish 10th out of 11 teams in Conference USA. And they ran the ball right at USC, and the Trojans Trojans could not stop it in the first half. Now, in the second half, the game totally turned. USC had three pick sixes, which is completely ridiculous. Uh, But that's what happens when you face a poor quarterback. This is not going to be a team with a poor quarterback. Tanner McKee's one of the best in the Pac-12. I wonder... How good a prospect E.J. Smith is going to develop into. He's the son of Emmett Smith. He had an 87-yard touchdown run last week. I think he's the real deal. When I watch him, he's got speed. He runs with toughness. And uh, the key here is David Shaw. He wants to slow the tempo and I, I think throw this USC offense out of rhythm a little bit. I call it Shaw ball where he's very conservative. He's going to try to move the sticks on the ground. E.J. Smith is going to be a big key here. Uh, can he keep the sticks moving? And uh, keep its USC defense on its heels. And that's the key, really, to uh, US, uh, Excuse me, to Stanford staying in this game and having a shot to win it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to kind of fade the overhyped road favorite here. And uh, I, when, when I worked on the uh, Pac-12 conference for the, the V-CIN College Football Betting Guide, there were three teams in the conference I thought were really going to be improved this year. One was Arizona, one was Stanford, and the other is Oregon State. So we're going to find out how improved Stanford is uh, today. That's a team that went 3-9 and nine last year, but David Shaw's got 17 starters back, 10 on offense. Uh, I'm going to give Stanford a shot. I don't think many people want to be on that side, but uh, I'll take my chances here with Stanford.
3: I, I like Stanford here. I, I, I like the tough – just reduce the game. I think Stanford will out-tough USC because I'm mm-hmm. not sold Lincoln Riley's teams are tough. Right. I'm really not. I, I, whether it's Oklahoma or SC, they're going to get punched in the mouth today. We'll see how they respond, Patrick.
4: Now, uh, before we get you out here, you've got three minutes. You see the clock, sure. Matt. You want to go with some NFL. What do
2: you got for us? All right. I'm going to bounce uh, some home dogs off you guys, ugly home dogs. And uh, one I really like, the first one I bet this week was Texans plus eight. And uh, I don't, I'm not a trends guy, but it's, it's interesting to note the Colts have lost eight straight season openers. Matt Ryan lost his last four season openers with the Falcons. And how about divisional home dogs? I always This is the angle I do like. I, I yep. don't really put, put much into the Colts losing all their openers. But you look at divisional home dogs since 2009, 19-5 against the spread in week one of the season. And that's the Texans here. I took eight. It's down to seven. I'm probably still going to play the Texans in the contest. Uh, Michael, I thought Davis Mills was the second best of the rookie quarterbacks last season behind Mac Jones. Yeah, 16 TDs, 10 picks. And the Texans really started to play better football late in the season. A lot of people tend to forget they beat the Chargers 41-29 to 29, uh, late in the year. So I think this Texans team has quietly improved, and I'm going to play the home dog angle here.
3: I think it's the right play. Even though Indianapolis has spent all offseason talking about how they can improve week one, they played their starters more in the preseason, I think seven's a lot of points here. I think Texans are a better team. Their offensive line is improved, and I think Mills, as you mentioned, is. I think if he were drafted in the first round like Lance or like Mm -hmm. any of these other guys, we'd be talking about him as the the, the starter for years to come for the Texans. Yeah, he was all
2: over Indy. Yeah, third-round pick out of Stanford. Uh, Patrick. I'm actually going to look at the Vikings against the Packers, and it looks like uh, Alan Lazard, the Packers' number one receiver, is going to be out for this That's game. And if Sammy Watkins is your number one, you, you're probably in a little bit of trouble. You don't have one. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have you, you one. You don't have a number one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At seven, and this might not be a contest play, but it might be a real bet. I think on Monday night, I might take the ugly dog, Seahawks, uh, getting the points against Russell Wilson and his return Uh, to Seattle, and um, one more dog I'm looking at uh, this week is, well, we talked about it, sorry, the Steelers, plus six and a half against the Bengals.
3: Matt, just on my sheets, Mm -hmm. on my sheets, I'm with you on all those plays. My numbers really echo those plays, uh, particularly when you look at, you know, when you power rank the teams and come up with your own numbers. uh, Mine, I try to find where is the largest wiggle. And those games you mentioned, I mean, I would be on Chicago. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I would be on Chicago too. But to me, I think those home dogs, especially in division, are really huge plays this week.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of with you there on the Bears. I don't like the Bears in the big picture, but I have a feeling they're going to play well on Sunday.
4: Yep. they're going to be involved in a lot of teases because everybody's yeah. going to bring oh, yeah. San Francisco down, no doubt right?
2: About it. No doubt Matt Humans, no, no sorry to embarrass you at
4: the top. I know you don't like when people praise you, but we're <laughs> thrilled to have you throughout the football season. Of course, Saturday bet prep, Sunday bet prep, my two favorite new shows with this lineup. Thank you, buddy. We really appreciate Thanks, you stopping Matt. by. Appreciate hey, you. bet.
2: Thanks you. a lot, guys. Appreciate okay. it. Okay,
4: that's that's Matt Humans. a little deep dive with a VEASAN pro right there. Coming up next, Michael Lombardi is going to be joined by Thomas Gable.
3: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN. featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher.
4: Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points. So you can use these, redeem them for online bonus credits, or if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you convert those points into dining, shows, hotel rooms. It's awesome. It's betting's premier loyalty program, exclusive offers. Make sure you check it out. BetMGM.com for information. Got to be 21 years or older. And again, if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, it is Vsin the Sports Betting Network. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. So everybody with me in unison, reunited, and it feels so good. It just warms my heart to look up. I see Michael Lombardi sitting next to Thomas Gable, who runs the race in sportsbook there at the Borgata, and it's great to have our partner back. TG,
1: how are you? Doing well, doing well. Great to have Michael back. We had a little... Little preview, I guess, of uh, of you being here. A Thursday night, he was here for a uh, little uh, football uh, discussion there to uh, to kick off the season before the uh, the Bills and Rams game, and it was a nice little panel discussion that Michael took part in, and was it's uh, a, a big part of it. It so. was
3: fun. It was good, and you know, we, Thomas and I both needed the Rams, and we didn't get them.
1: No, no me too. No. <laughs> That now, makes three. The of only us. thing that saved us. <laughs> the only thing that saved us was that uh, totals thing under in that game. So. Yeah.
3: I thought it would go over yeah. too, but that's 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 Thursday. We move on to Saturday.
4: Thomas. Yeah, here we are. Here, here we are. We are Patrick. Well, just to, just quickly to set this up, they had a symposium at the Borgata. It wasn't little. It was Michael Lombardi, Thomas Gable, Wayne Corbett. um Who else was there?
3: The, Howard the legend Eskin, from the Great Howard Askin, who's the, the here great today Howard with Eskin. WIP. Yes. Yeah. When he walks in the casino, there's trumpets blaring. Isn't that right, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I, I, no comment on that. No comment. Yeah, no comment. Well, I
4: think the tr- trumpets were for the king, and that is one Michael Lombardi. Yeah. Okay, yeah. T.G. The the early board here um, are are the Borgata betters getting into college football as week two is upon us. It's kind of a light board as far as marquee matchups. I'm curious about the handle so far.
1: Well, week one handle was uh, tremendous. I mean. Uh, Patrick, I can't believe you're not looking forward to this Michigan-Hawaii game today. I mean, that's going to be a, a barn burner. They're laying so. 52. They're laying 52. That's
3: I don't think that's enough. I, I mean, know. you lose to Vanderbilt by how many? I mean, how are you going to hold up? man? The only thing you got going for is Michigan <laughs> takes off, take the steam off, you know? I mean, that's what you got to hope for, right? I mean, these poor warriors of Hawaii, That not only have they gotten beaten up, they have to travel now, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And they got to stay in the United States. What Hawaii always typically does is when they come to the mainland, they play two road games or three road games and stay over here. So this is, I mean, it's a tough, you talk about situational, it's a tough situation for Hawaii going in there. No, but uh,
1: overall, week one handle was tremendous. Um, We had great results here. Uh, The the hold was very good, um, much higher than what you typically would expect. So I had no complaints over week one, and now here we are in week two. Uh, I mean, there are some matchups that uh, are, are getting some uh, some decent action here. Uh, aside from that uh, Michigan Hawaii game, um, the uh, the Tennessee Pitt game is probably going to be uh, uh, probably the most interesting, and um, certainly uh, in terms of ticket count, that's uh, leading uh, leading the way in terms of tickets written on that matchup, but. Uh, we saw last week there with uh, with Florida, Utah traveling to the swamp and Florida coming out uh, and, and pulling off that upset as an outright winner. And uh, this is going to be um, a, a good one uh, with uh, uh, with uh, I'm sorry, I was getting my my teams mixed up there. Florida, Florida was uh, playing Kentucky today. Tennessee Pitt, um, first time an SEC school is actually going to Pitt here. That's right. uh, so. Um, only one of three college games this week that uh, both teams are in the AP 25 right now, so we know who Tennessee is on offense, we know that they play at a very quick pace uh, between 12 and 14 seconds uh, between snaps, so uh, it's going to be very tough for a team to prepare defensively to play this, uh, play at this quick pace. Now Pitt has seen Hooker before when he was at Virginia Tech, but I think he's a totally different player here now. and Pitt can't be too happy with how they played uh, last week defensively against West Virginia. I just don't know how you really can prepare uh, for, for an offense that, that plays at this quick of a pace you want to be able to save your legs for game day, obviously, but you're going to have to uh, do some drills there and practice there, Michael. I would think.
3: Yeah, no, it's it, this pace is really what Pitt doesn't need. Pitt wants to be able to slow the game down, rely on their defense, and if if volunteers right. get ahead of the game, you know, if they get ahead and they're able to play, you know, and force Pitt to have to really rely on Slovis to throw the football, it, it becomes problematic. Plus, you know, I mean, it's a it's a challenging place to me. I think, to me, I think it's going to be a hard game for Pitt. I really do. And Tennessee it, can run the ball
1: as well. And, and absolutely, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Pitt Pitt allowed 190 yards on the ground last week to to West Virginia. So yeah.
4: It's amazing what a coordinator can do, because Hendon Hooker at Virginia Tech, I didn't know what he was as a quarterback. He gets with Heupel, and all of a sudden he's exploded. By the way, boys, just quickly, uh, I wanted to throw this at you. So you, we were just having fun with Michigan Lane, 52, hosting, of course, Hawaii today. Did you know that since 1979, 17 games, FBS teams have been favored by at least 51.5 points? Those teams favored by 51.5 or more, Michael Lombardi? 5-12 and 12 ATS. So maybe be wary of of betting Michigan today laying such a huge number. But I think you're right. I think this is a team coming from the island. It's a little bit of a different spot.
3: Yeah, it's, it's just so hard. I mean, it really is hard. I, I I have a hard time thinking that they can rally, especially when Vanderbilt. I mean, that Vanderbilt yeah. game was close for a little bit there. For the first half, you kind of
1: <laughs> yeah, thought, oh, my. A bit. But their
3: offense was so bad. And, you know, Michigan's going to try the other quarterback today, so he's going to want to come in there and show that, you know, he can play and do the things in their offense. It's, it really comes down to whether Harbaugh just takes the gas off the off the pedal. off the pedal. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yep.
4: So Stephen Bond is telling me the most heavily bet game at BetMGM, no surprise here, TG, is Alabama at Texas. Is that the case there at the Borgata? And also, where are you sitting? Because when we woke up this morning, it was 20 and a half. Now we're seeing shops go through that 21 with Bama laying it.
1: Yeah, we're still at 21. uh, And, of course, all Alabama money Uh, no surprise Alabama on the first half also uh, very very popular play uh, laying 14 in the first half Uh, you know Steve Sarkeesian was already downplaying the the outcome of his game early in the week which doesn't bode well for for Texas so uh, Alabama of course coming off that 55-0 drubbing of Utah State Utah State only managed 136 total yards in that game so uh, and remember Speaking of taking your foot off the gas, Alabama took their foot off the gas in that one. So um, this is one, this Alabama team I think is just going to be plain scary to play this year. And uh, Bryce Young threw for five touchdowns in that one. I think if you're looking for Texas, as you mentioned, Patrick, look to see if this game does go through 21. If you can get 21 and a half, maybe that is a Texas look then at that point.
3: Yeah. And you're hoping for a backdoor cover, I think. I mean, I think Nick is – I think Matt Eumann's made a great point. Nick didn't play well on the road last year. Lost A&M almost lost to Auburn and I think his message to the team is we are going to fix that problem starting in Texas and you could just see a level of determination against Utah State that was different yeah and Texas's defense is going to have a hard time handling the physicality I just don't think Texas is mentally tough enough to handle this game and now nah, do I think they cover if it gets over 20 and yeah I lean that way but I wouldn't you know I'm not going to go and bet that all the way.
4: Yeah, I, I don't think Texas did enough to repair a defense that was woeful last year. Bijan Robinson's a pro, Michael Lombardi's a great player. They're going to yep. be able to move the ball, but I think I'm comfortable laying the number. Alabama, this is a team, it's weird. It's not just saving on a mission, you could just tell. It's funny. He loses in a national championship game and he comes back and he says rebuilding uh, defensively. It's not just Will Anderson. They are loaded defensively. They brought in a wide receiver, a running back in the transfer portal. I mean, Alabama, it's the shortest number as far as winning a championship in years and years for good reason, Michael.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look, he's and, and when and when he's got this kind of mentality, this focus, they're even harder, and they're talented. I mean, they're really talented on defense. I mean, and this young quarterback is going to see things he wasn't prepared for. He's going to make it. He's going to have to see adjustments, and he's going to have to play faster than he's ever played. And I think that's going to create some early problems for him.
4: Hey, T.G., can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can you hang with us at least for a few minutes in the next break? Because this is the inaugural kickoff with you, and we just have so many questions about college yeah, football. Sure. Are you okay with hanging no for doubt. a little bit?
1: Yeah, of course. Okay,
4: b- before we do, and f- sorry, fellas, my computer completely shut down, so I'm flying solo here YOLO. YOLO. Um, just tease us on this number down in Gainesville. I'm really mm-hmm. excited about Kentucky, Florida. What's the number you got at the Borgata?
1: So Florida is up to a six-point favorite here. And uh, we can, you know, we can talk about this. I don't know how much time we have till break, but uh, we can certainly get back to this game. This opened four and a half, yeah, and it, it's been bet up to six. And um, I, I just think we talk about overreaction all the time from week one to week two, especially yeah. when it comes to the NFL. But it's also the case in college, and I think this is game that's a candidate here for overreaction from week one to week totally two agree. and um you know I, I was talking a little bit about the the utah florida game there earlier that's that's really the case what we saw from anthony richardson last week i think is um you know leading into this uh point point spread movement that you've seen
3: yeah we're gonna yeah we'll get it on the break patrick but i think he's right i really do
4: six is way too much i'm sorry it feels like a gift at six with kentucky down in gainesville i agree with both of you okay he's our partner he's back for another year here on the lombardi line he's thomas gable and we continue with him next
1: as someone who lives for
2: politics when a major scandal unfolds it was shocking i have to know what were they thinking
3: You're listening to the Lombardi line on VCN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. (laughs)
4: Okay, it is the Lombardi line. Brent Musburger, thank you very much. And of course, as we welcome you back, First Bet Express Bet, that's the place to go for your horse wagering. That's, we love Express Bet here at VSIN. You can check out the information at vison.com slash horses. Remember, when you sign up for Express Bet, you get 10 bucks instantly. It comes right to your account. Also, they match you 100% up to $200. It does not get any better than that. You have to use the code HORSES200 to get the offer. Again, go to vison.com slash horses for more details. Okay, we're back. Michael Lombardi there at the Borgata, sitting next to Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. This is BSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you're having a nice Saturday as we head into week two of college football. Um, okay, Michael, breaking news, news that you already knew that you couldn't relay, but that is um, Mr. Waller there with the Las Vegas Raiders, a tremendous tight end to sign an extension.
3: Well, I mean, I, I didn't know, but I knew it was gonna happen because when the other agent that he had, didn't quite comprehend that he had two years remaining on his contract. And so he kept looking, and they were offering him a contract, you know, really a a great deal on average per year, more than Kittle, but the guy could never get the two, you know, years. When you have years on a contract, it matters. You know what I mean? And so he fired that agent and went to Rosenhaus. Once that happened with with Rosenhaus coming in, you knew Rosenhaus understands the deal. In fact, Rosenhaus tweeted out, it's unrare for a player to get – with two years left on his contract to get this kind of deal. Look, Waller's fabulous. I think Waller's going to – he only scored two touchdowns last year. I think he's going to be a big factor in the red zone. He's hard to cover. No one really can cover him. He can run like the wind. He's tough. He catches. Another component for that offense to go alongside of. I mean, the, he is their Kelsey. Devontae Adams is their Tyreek Hill. Hunter Renfro is their inside slot receiver. They're, they're going to be tough to play. Now, can they protect? That's going to be the other issue on Sunday
4: they are there's a couple of hot teams right now in the market i mean we understand that division michael is i don't know maybe the toughest we've seen in 20 years but the raiders in that division another team not in division but a team i wonder if is getting hit there at the borgata everybody's on the saints Jameis winston and the saints right now in the market as we head into our first proper football sunday everybody's hitting the saints is that true at the borgata thomas
1: that is. I mean, you know, Tampa was such a big favorite there to win that division, and they're seeing, you know, plus 325 or whatever the, uh, the Saints were, and they were jumping on that. And uh, the Saints, had, but Vegas, back to Vegas real fast. Now, listen, we're, we're obviously in Atlantic City across the country from Vegas. I know all the Vegas books get, you know, Vegas money, right, on, on the Raiders. So um, they are our biggest liability to win the AFC. The Raiders are yeah, I could... here here in Atlantic City. So it's uh, uh, the Raiders, and I think it's one, it's all the things that you mentioned, the, the looking at the offense and the weapons that they have, that Derek Carr now has, and the price. That's the biggest thing as well. You, you could still get a very good price on what could be a very, very good football team.
3: And, you know, Carr threw for 4,800 yards. I mean, he was really good last year, and I think Josh McDaniels will make him even better. Uh, you know, he throws the... He, Gruden got him to throw the ball down the field. Credit to Gruden for that. But McDaniels will get him to really run the team at the line of scrimmage, which is what Brady was able to do. So, look, it's going to come down to their offensive line and can they stop anybody. But if they play from in front and Crosby can rush and Chandler can rush because they're playing with the lead, they'll create turnovers with that defense. There's no denying that. Look, the West is going to come down to the final. I think it's going to come down to the month of December. These teams are so even with so many good quarterbacks. And I don't know where Denver's going to be. I really don't. I have no idea where Denver's going to end up because I'm not sold that Russell can just become that French laundry chef again. I still see him as a diner (laughs) chef. So we'll see.
1: Well, if there's one team that is being faded there in the West, it's Denver by by the betters. yeah.
4: Okay. uh, Before we jump back into college, you can tell Michael's chomping at the bit. We've got a full Lombardi line with a full slate of NFL action tomorrow. A pro tip, and we get 20 a day. You can become a VEASAN pro. And, Thomas, you're perfect for this. Uh, teaser betting is very popular for new bettors and frankly it's become more popular for pro bettors it's very important when you're betting pro football to tease through the key numbers so for example if you want to take Baltimore down to a half point you're going through six you're going through three those are key numbers if you want to bring San Francisco down of course you're going through seven you're going through six and a half you're going through three at Chicago but how about teaser betting in college football would you recommend te- to play a teaser in college? I think most pros stay away from teaser betting in no, college yeah. football.
1: Yeah, not so much. I wouldn't recommend it for for college as a, as a pros. Very very popular in the pros, as you said. And the other thing that I think you also need to look at: books have adjusted so. Not all teasers are created equally in pricing. So just remember that books have adjusted their payouts for teasers over the years. So they're maybe not as fortuitous to betters as they've been. And some books will even adjust if you're teasing through a key number. So uh, do your research before you just throw money out there on a teaser.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I, and I think you've got to, you know, look, most of the pros, if you're going to tease something, you want to tease it to where the price is better than... You know where you can get a better advantage on the money line. For example, the money line costs X amount if you bet San Francisco take away the point total. So, but if you tease them down and you tease Baltimore down, you get a better price. That, that's the advantage yep. you have with teasers, Patrick.
4: 100, well put. That's our pro tip for the hour here on the Lombardi line. Become a VEASAN pro, you get 20 a day here on VEASAN. Okay, let's get back to it. We just teased it going to break. Michael and I think six is too heavy. You can't be laying six if you're Florida off that big win. It's a tough spot to bounce back emotionally. And here comes yeah. a very good Kentucky team with a pro at quarterback in Levis and a great defense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, the defense, I think, is going to be the, the yeah. difference here. I, you know, I, everybody kind of fell in love with Anthony Richardson there after, you know, what we saw him do against Utah. What can he do for an encore here? And I know, Patrick, you kind of compared him to Cam Newton there. Um, last weekend and his Heisman odds have, have been drastically cut he's now 18 to one to win the Heisman um, but listen Mark Stoops he's really done a good job making this Kentucky program relevant again so Florida's performance last week really bumped this number I feel to the, to a key number of six Kentucky coming off that win against Miami Ohio now a Mac opponent's going to be a lot different than than Florida here but uh, I think this is going to be a, this is an overreaction in the market to Florida uh, beating Utah, and uh, I would not be surprised if this is really just a,
3: a coin flip game. Yeah, I, I think it's a close game, and they always are. I know it's in the swamp, and I know it's a great advantage for Florida to play in the swamp. But to me, I, I think it's hard to get your team, a young team, up for two big games. And Kentucky's a physically tough team. I, I think that's going to be a, a, a challenge for them. You know, the game we haven't talked on, Patrick. I want to know what, what Thomas thinks. We haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Arkansas. Uh, opening up their, their Southeast Conference uh, thing. I was just, uh, w- against South Carolina, you're all a You know, yeah, they're yeah. hosting South Carolina today. And, you know, both these programs have kind of turned the corner a little bit. You know, I, I kind of feel like, Arkansas has done a really nice job in terms of what they've done with Art Bryles and with Kendall Bryles, excuse me, his son. And I was surprised. Arkansas is a nine-point favorite. They're get, come down They're getting bet bit. up. Well, they're getting bet up. but We have them nine and a half here.
1: Okay. It was and, nine and a half.
3: It opened and it went down to nine. But now you're back up to nine and a half. We've
1: uh, we've had Arkansas. We actually opened Arkansas seven and a half point favorites here. So they, oh, okay. they've been uh, they've been bet up, and they they certainly are taking the majority of the money here. Um, no doubt about that. And uh, the total in that one sitting currently 56 and a half, which uh, has also uh, gone up uh, from the opener of 53. So uh, you're seeing the over get hit here as well as uh, Arkansas uh, people coming in on Arkansas.
4: I'll tell, I'll tell you both why. I was so disappointed with South Carolina last week against Georgia State. Michael, uh, Georgia State outgained South Carolina. South Carolina won because they had two bunt, punt blocks for a touchdown. Uh, Not impressed with the opener uh, against Georgia State. I will say this. We talked about situational betting. I do like Georgia State at home today hosting North Carolina. North Carolina, an emotional win against App State. North Carolina's got what? They've got Notre Dame on deck. And Georgia State's a good football team offensively. They're catching seven at home with North Carolina coming to town. That's kind of one of those situational spots, Michael, that I like. But I do like Georgia State. Is that where you're sitting? Seven with North Carolina laying it, Thomas?
1: We are. Briefly, you could have grabbed that hook uh, at 7.5, and, and then uh, and that was the case. Now back down to 7 here in that one. But as you said, that, that game against App State last weekend uh, for North Carolina had to take a lot out of them, uh, That going back and forth in that fourth quarter. So uh, Georgia State, um, once again, that game hit 7.5 people jumped on georgia state so back down to seven we actually opened uh unc six and a half point favorites took some uh early unc money but uh right now uh, it's pretty balanced uh, right here at sitting at seven
4: gotcha okay one minute to go michael we come full circle uh, your boy yeah. i think it's a coaching mismatch i think it's a talent mismatch alabama's lane 21 i'll give it to you there at at, at texas today
3: I'll take Alabama and, you know, if it, I'll take Alabama to win and cover. I think that Alabama is the dominant team and I think they'll wear them down. How about you, TG? Yeah, what do you got on that one? I,
1: at this point, I mean, Alabama is just so high on the power ratings, I, you know, I, you can't uh, bet against them. And, and that's honestly, you know, it, it sounds almost square because the public is all over Alabama and they're going to continue to be all over Alabama until we see differently from them this year.
4: The Borgata Racing Sports Director. We're back for another season. Thank you. We appreciate you, Thomas Michael. Great job. You'll be back at Borgata tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. We'll we'll see you next time here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: CNN underscores Guide to
4: Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever.